February the 17th, 2023. Genesis chapter 48. Father knows best. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just with all things being relational. And I am excited on today, family. I'm excited just because I'm here, looking forward to hearing and sharing God's word with us, one with another, community, collectively and individually. Just hearing God's word is just, it brings excitement. I mean, I couldn't think of anything else other than that at that moment. I just feel an urge or sense or surge, I should say, of excitement that that comes from an overwhelming feeling of joy, knowing that the Lord, our God, is with us. Glory, hallelujah. Let that marinate in your mind for a second. The Lord, our God, the maker and creator of all the universe, He is with us. He is in you, inside you. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. What a blessing. Family, it's a joy to be here this morning and God has allowed us to entitle this particular episode, Father Knows Best, and it's my prayer that it that it blesses you as it has blessed me, and, and that you allow it to ticket not only through your day, but through your tomorrow and your days ahead. Each and every day, it's our prayer that the Lord renews in you a, a right spirit, a clean heart, and gives you a fresh anointing each day so that you may continue to walk upright before him and carry out his will, his plan that he has purposed in your life. God is truly good, family. Bear with and keep me in your prayers. My wife and I, my darling Grace, we have been continuing to run. She runs almost every day, but this season in particular, she has many groups that she's doing in the week and And we're not getting as much rest as we should, but we know that God is leading us along the way. So it's our prayer that you keep us in your prayer. And be blessed today, family. Let us continue with Joseph and the book of Genesis soon to come to an end. This is chapter 48. We have two more chapters in Genesis and we're being blessed. Let us go into his word. After this, Joseph was told, Behold, your father is ill. So he took with him his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And it was told to Jacob, Your son Joseph has come to you. Then Israel summoned his strength and sat up in bed. And Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you. And I will make of you a company of peoples and will give this land to your offspring and after you for an everlasting possession. And now your two sons who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt are mine. Ephraim and Manasseh shall be mine as Reuben and Simeon are. And the children that you fathered after shall be yours. They shall be called by the name of their brothers in their inheritance. As for me, when I came to Padan, 
to my sorrow, Rachel died in the land of Canaan on the way, when there was still some distance to go to Ephrath, and I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is, Bethlehem. When Israel saw Joseph's sons, he said, Who are these? Joseph said to his father, They are my sons whom God has given me here. And he said, Bring them to me, please, that I may bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were dim with age, so that he could not see. So Joseph brought them near him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said to Joseph, I never expected to see your face, and behold, God has let me see your offspring also. Then Joseph removed them from his knees, and he bowed himself with his face to the earth. And Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand toward Israel's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand toward Israel's right hand, and brought them near to him. And Israel stretched out his hand, his right hand, and laid it on the head of Ephraim, who was the younger, and his left hand on the head of Manasseh, crossing his hands. For Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Joseph and said, The God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all my life long to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the boys. And in them let my name be carried on in the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. When Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, it displeased him. And he said, and he took his father's hand to move it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. And Joseph said to his father, Not this way, my father, since this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. Nevertheless, his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his offspring shall become a multitude of nations. So he blessed them that day, saying, By you Israel will pronounce blessings, saying, God make you as Ephraim and as Manasseh. Thus he put Ephraim before Manasseh. Then Israel said to Joseph, Behold, I am about to die, but God will be with you and will bring you again to the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given to you, rather than to your brothers, one mountain slope that I took from the hand of the Amorites with my sword and with my bow. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you for your word. Father knows best. Glory, hallelujah. As this, the book of Genesis, comes to an end, we see that, glory, hallelujah, we see that the sons of Israel, or Jacob, are now in the land of Egypt, not the promised land of Canaan. However, Jacob in, in this chapter is reiterating to Joseph the covenant that was made by God to Abraham, Isaac, and now him, Jacob, or Israel. Now, we don't know the full reason why well, they are now in Egypt and and will, according to God, according to the scripture, God told them, 
they will sojourn in a strange land and be servants for 400 years until they enter the promised land, Canaan. And we don't know why this is, but we could speculate, and we could only speculate, but we could speculate with good reason after observing the chapters that we've read and and looking closely at the Amorite, or should I say the, the, the Canaanite people, they are no doubt a godless people. And think about it, the family of Jacob, where they were becoming themselves morally compromised. I mean, if we remember when, when Reuben, the oldest son, slept with his father's servant wife. And Judah, one of the, one of the middle boys, married a Canaanite woman, Shua, and had three sons. Remember, they were killed, two of them were killed off because of their wickedness. Remember the one who spilled his, his semen out on the floor not to, not to give birth or conceive with, with the Tamar. And, and Tamar was promised the younger son who she didn't receive and later tricked Judah to sleep with her. And she conceived twins. And then, of course, we have the brothers selling selling their own brother Joseph into slavery. In fact, they were thinking of killing him at first. And there was a lot more going on in, in Genesis. And, but for us, for practical reasons, we have to keep in mind, first and foremost, the title of the book itself, Genesis. It is the book of our beginning, family. It tells me that that we are to surrender our plan to God, our Father. He knows best. Glory, hallelujah. Walk in the footsteps that He has purposed for us. Yes, those footsteps are often broad and general. And yes, they can also be narrow and specific. The key is, we must be sensitive to know the difference. Broad or narrow general or specific and you say how do we determine which one applies to us individually by his word his word is spirit and life we must allow him to speak to us through his word meditate on it family day and night let it marinate in your mind in your heart and let his holy spirit reveal the deeper revelations glory hallelujah the scripture says blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of scoffers but his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law he meditates day and night he is like a tree planted by the streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither and all that he does he prospers father god we just thank you today we thank you that your word is life and spirit and you've given us that life you've given us your spirit you've given us your truth and we lord father god by virtue of who we are in you have the power and the authority to walk out your plan on this side of eternity and walk with greatness, with joy, with peace, with authority, 
we can walk leaning not to our own understanding but acknowledge you in all our ways and let you direct our path we can walk in the fullness of life for you told us that you've come that we may have life and that we may have it more abundantly so we thank you right now father god we continue to surrender to you each day looking forward to our daily bread we continue to walk with a boldness of, of strength and of joy, of, of authority, of peace, of love, knowing that we are sons and daughters of the God, the Most High. Glory, hallelujah. We continue to bless those that are around us and pray for their healing, for, for their deliverance, for them to know you as Lord and Savior. Thank you, Father God. We exalt you today. We magnify you. In the precious name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Glory, hallelujah. Be encouraged today, family. Be that blessing that God has called you to be. Know that all, you, all that you come into, um, into your sphere of influence is, is not by chance. Know that God is sending you a message. He, he has a work for you to do. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit to know what that work is. Be that blessing that he's called you to be. And those of you, my friends, we know that some of you may have received this message, this episode today or yesterday. Uh, we use it as a tool to evangelize. We want you to know that God loves you and we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But God said, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just, to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised them from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. You shall walk with the family of believers. And we indeed want to walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. It was made to be walked in and with community. Let us come alongside you. Let us do life with you. Let us share in your ups and in your downs. Glory, hallelujah. We want you to be blessed. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you. Glory. <laughs>